It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. And the accent is French, straight from Paris. I want to start with this little story that happened here. Uh, I'm in California right now, and uh, my young nephew, Zachary, is going to college. So me, his mom, and his sister, we're here. My goddaughter is here too. Anyway, he's 18 and he asked me this question last night about relationship. He said that he has a French girlfriend in Paris. He's in now in L.A. for the next four years. How do you handle four years of long distance? And my answer was, don't worry about handling four years of long distance. Focus on the here and now. And the answer is in communication. If it's meant to be, you guys will still be together in four years. But if you start to worry about how you keep it alive for four years, you're in trouble. So please, don't worry about things you can't control in a relationship. Worry about here and now. It's already a big task. And if you have a question for me, call me, 855-905-8255. If you have a doubt about something in your relationship, just call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kate. What's going on? Bonjour, Simon. Uh, So, very exciting new journey in my life. My boyfriend and I have three years are moving across country, Mm -hmm. and I'm very excited about that all up until my friends and some family members asked, you know, is he going to ask me to marry him? Are we committed? Are we going to be engaged first? And all of a sudden now, of course, I'm freaking out. I don't think Mm -hmm. we need to be engaged first, but maybe I'm wrong. What do you think? I think it's not about the engagement. I think it's about how you both feel about the present and the future. So let's start by the present. How happy are you with your boyfriend? Um. I'm very happy, and I think that he's expressed that he's very happy as well. Good. I assume you are exclusive. Yes. Okay. I assume you both said I love you to each other. Yes, we have. I assume that you've had at least some conversations that all of this were leading to the future together. Yes, and we've even spoken about future marriage, so that's definitely been in conversation. So, Kate, that's more than enough for me. If I was... You know, your friend, if I was your father, if I was your older brother, I would tell you, you go cross-country with your boyfriend, love life, live life fully. When it's time to get engaged, he will show up with the ring. It's not about so much that. It's about the four questions I've asked you, and you've answered clearly yes to everything. You guys are set up to go and feel comfortable, and don't let anybody ruin your happiness. Yay. Okay. That sounds wonderful. Thank you, Good. Simon. You're most welcome. We don't need bad vibes, bad doubt, guilt, no. and I don't know what else in our life. <laughs> Definitely not. All right, Kate. So good luck to you both, and have a great trip. Enjoy the cross-country and the move, and I'm happy for you. La vie est belle, as we say in French. Life is beautiful. Um, merci. Merci à toi, et bonsoir. Bonsoir. That leads me to an important question. When your relationship is in trouble... Who should you go to? We're going to talk about that next. When your relationship is in trouble, who should you go to? And I mean, who should you go talk to? Who should you share your emotions? Who should you vent to? Somebody neutral. That's my advice. Because everybody who loves you is going to take the side against the person. Automatically, because we love you. You've got to talk to somebody neutral. Somebody that either can be like me, for instance, of course, I'm neutral. I don't know you until you call me and have your best interest at heart. I'm not there against him or anyone. You can talk to a therapist if it's a more important issue, a deeper problem. 
try to talk to somebody who is not involved in your daily life. Because once you start venting, once you start talking bad about that partner who hurt your feelings, everybody's going to want to protect you. And next, I'm going to tell you who I talk to when I'm in trouble with my relationship. And that's next. For the first, let's say, 20 years of my life, every time I was mad at my girlfriend at the time, I would either talk to my brother Benjamin, my sister Judith, sometimes my mom even, or friends. And what would happen? Everybody would gang against my girlfriend. I would take my girlfriend back, for instance, and everybody was disappointed in me. So then, somebody broke my heart, and I asked for my sister who's a shrink, who should I talk to? And she introduced me to my wonderful therapist, which I still talk to to this day when I have a question or a heartache or a doubt, because I wanted to find somebody neutral that I believed in that would not take side automatically one way or the other and help me understand my own mistakes. And there was a long list of that. So I want to share my sister's advice again. Talk to somebody neutral when you're in trouble with your relationship. So if you have a question, hey, call me. I'm neutral. 855-905-8255. I'm Simon Marcel, and you're listening to The Rendezvous. You have a question for me? 855-905-8255. Chantelle, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. So my husband and I, we've been married for 14 years, and um, as far as it goes in the bedroom, we have lost the spark. Okay. But we've tried everything in the columns. You know, I've done the spice it up and do this and that. And now, really, the problem is when we try to talk about it and I bring it up, he's just gotten to a point where he doesn't even want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to do now to kind of get him interested. Sure, I understand, and you guys have been married for a while, so that happens commonly. So you, don't, don't worry, it's not you're not the only one in the world with that issue of not finding the spark for the ooh-la-la. Um, I think when that happens, it's the reflection of something deeper. So an unspoken, something that hasn't been resolved. And one of the partner kind of is so upset at the other partner that they've lost the loving feeling. So do you think or do you know of anything in the last year, the last five years, ten years, that would have made him upset with you or lost his confidence as a lover or something like this or anything? No, not specifically. Okay. Um, But there is something, there is something that uh, he resents. So we need to find out what it is. It's not about, I would not talk about ooh-la-la or the passion. I would talk and open the door with him about why don't we have kind of a, a piece of paper each and let's write down both what we love about our marriage and what we hate about it, okay? When both of you have done the work, I would like you to suggest that instead of talking just the two of you alone, you guys see a couple of therapists and talk about what you both wrote on the piece of paper. Okay. How do you think I should approach suggesting couple therapy to him? Because I'm so, concerned that's going to make him freak out. So you, the way to say it, once, if he has participated in what works for him and what doesn't in writing, then you suggest this as, listen, I'm not sure both of us can talk alone with this because... You know, I'm not sure I can hear all you have to say without, you know, maybe reacting to this. And you may not like what you will hear from me. But can we please give ourselves a chance at least once to talk to somebody neutral and just read what we wrote? Because we want to give one chance for our marriage to evolve, clean the past, kiss the future. Okay? Okay. 
All right. I think it will work. I'm, I'm a guy. When somebody tells me it's just one time, it's like trying spicy food. I know I may be afraid of spicy food, but if it's one time, I'll go for it. <laughs> okay. All right, Chantal, good luck with that one time. Write the piece of paper, do the homework. Call me back if you have any more questions, okay? Okay. Thank you, Simon. I'm just curious. When the romance went down for you in your relationship, were you the kind to first try new things to spice things up or take a pause and see what created the issue first? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been in a situation where in your relationship... The ulala, the romance, the intimacy, the holding hands disappeared. And then you were facing a question of, should we try it again? Like try to bring back the passion by trying new things maybe, or be more adventurous or hold each other's hand, even if we don't want to. Or were you more like, wait a minute, Houston, we have a problem. But the problem is not on the surface. The problem is deeper. I got to tell you what I've learned in the last 30 years of dating Every time you have a slowdown in the romance department, it's not a physical problem most of the time. It's an emotional problem, a disconnection. And if you want to know how to reconnect emotionally, stay with me. I'm going to tell you that next. So if you've lost the loving feeling and you feel disconnected, what is the best way for you to reconnect emotionally first? Simple. Pay attention to your partner again. Be kind. Be caring. Be gentle for each other. And it's little things like bringing coffee in the morning, like buying each other uh, the grocery we love. Uh, little things. It's not what's happening in the bedroom at that moment. It's to bring back the trust in each other and the kindness. Because once we feel safe and kind, we can rebuild the romance. Remember when you went on the first date? You don't want to be with somebody who was loud, insulting, not paying attention to you. That's why you were attracted in the first place. Pay attention to your partner. That's the recipe to bring back the romance in your relationship. And if you need more attention right now or any advice about your relationship, call the rendezvous 855-905-8255. If you want to share a love story, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Diana. Bonjour. Bonjour, Diana. Bonjour. You have a love story you want to share? Yes. I was on the phone one night with mm -hmm. a young man, and he asked me my favorite potato chips. Ah. And I told him my favorite potato chips, and we're just talking and talking. And about 20 minutes later, he goes, look outside your window. So I look outside my window, and he has a box full of my favorite potato chips. Wow. I know it's a little corny, but I thought it was romantic. Wait a minute, but I need to know what are your favorite kind of potato chips? What is it? <laughs> Doritos. Oh, you like that? Yeah. What do you eat the chips with? <laughs> How do you know I eat the chips with? I need to know, what do you eat it with? It's weird, Simon. I don't want to share. It's weird. You guys are going to judge me. No, come on. Share it. This is the rendezvous. What I do you eat it with? Ranch. I dip a little in ranch. You dip your chips in the ranch? <laughs> yes. Not, not too don't bad? Don't judge me. 
and judging. Listen, this is a judgment free zone here. All right. Well, listen, uh, I want to know one more thing. So he did this for you romantically. What have you done back for him then? Come on, Simon. He gets the best ooh-la-la every night. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> what, what a trade. <laughs> That's a good trade. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> All right, Diana. He's a lucky man. But I guess you, you're a lucky woman. You get your favorite chips that you can dip into the ranch sauce. Wow. <laughs> Diana, thank you so much for sharing that story and enjoy the chips every night from now on. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Have a good night, Diana. Ooh, I need to go to that email right now. Somebody changed their appearance and now their partner hates it. So let's find out what it is next. What's the email address of The Rendezvous in case you have a question for me? TheRendezvousShow.com Trisha, what is happening between Presley and her boyfriend for him to be so mad at her? All right, so Presley says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Presley. I colored my hair a really pretty light blue, and Mm. my boyfriend hates it. Mm. He said he wishes I would have told him before I did it, and he asked me to change it back. I really love my hair like this. Should I change it back even though I love it? Ooh, that's a good question, Presley. Once you change your hair color and you love it, should you change it back if your partner hates it? I'll tell you what I think next. So I got a question for you. Say you're Presley. So you're a woman who has decided to change her hair in a pretty light blue. And now your boyfriend hates it. And he said he wished you would have told him before that and he's asking you, change it back to what it was. You love your new hair, and you wonder, should I change it back or not? I don't think you have to change it right away. You own the integrity of your whole body, including your hair. So my advice is, take the time to think about it, and then decide in the weeks to come, maybe it's a bit of a different color, compromise if you want to. And you know what? If you don't want to at all, it's going to have to get used to it. But please remember my story. Somebody that I was dating shaved their head. I didn't know about it. And what happened is I kind of lost the, the ooh-la-la feeling. And I never got it back. So that's the danger of not consulting each other. I'm not saying you have to change. I'm just saying in the future, talk about it. Avoid very shocking surprise when we're the other, when we're together. It's a teamwork. You call that next, 855-905-8255. Laura, bonjour. Ah, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Laura. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? You know, my boyfriend and I have been together for a while, and we live together. And when we go to bed or we're getting comfy for the night, I like to wear his clothes. You know, they're nice and big and comfy and soft and... He's really been getting on me about it lately and saying, you know, you, you've got plenty of clothes. You've got clothes coming out of the dresser, out of the closet. You know, wear your own clothes. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you really want to wear my boxers that bad, but it's not a big deal. If he wanted to wear my clothes, I wouldn't care. <laughs> all right. So, um, you know, we all have um, something we attach to. So let me, let me in all fairness, uh, Laura, is there things, maybe it's accessories, maybe it's bags, that you would be upset if he would touch or uh, use? Uh, I mean, I've got some nice 
like shoes that I wouldn't want him to stretch <laughs> out or mess up. But honestly, if he can get his feet in my shoes, then more power to him. Uh, okay. How about yeah. if he picks some of the food in your plate? Are you okay with that? I mean, I, I mean, I guess if he asked if it was okay and wasn't just digging into my food or took the last bite, but I mean, I would, I would be annoyed. Okay. So the reason I say that, all right, it's a little similar, meaning we all attach. Some people can't share their food. Some people can't share clothes. So the thing is, for the sake of the relationship, Laura, I would stop touching his clothes. I would really have him buy you a couple of the same uh, underwear, the boxer shorts, and whatever you wear, because a relationship is a, a, a complicated equilibrium. So I would not mess with the equilibrium where you can just buy a couple of them and then just enjoy your night and he doesn't have to be so upset about it. That would be a good compromise. If he buys it to you, don't you think it's cool and fair? I Yeah, I would be okay with that. All right, then. So try this compromise. Say, listen, I'm not going to touch. And you show him the exact whatever cotton or whatever it is made of and the brand. And then, you know, he has to get you a few pairs. And like this, you will have no reason to be in a bad mood. You're right. And I, I should have asked beforehand instead of just taking it. And yeah, I understand. Th- Listen, we all have our things. I have mine. I said, don't touch my ping pong racket or my shirt. So I don't know why, but that's I don't like people touching and wearing my own shirts. Um, so <laughs> that's that. Laura, thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you so much. Key question for you coming up. Have you ever had feelings for someone who was in a relationship? That's next on The Rendezvous. I keep the best question for the end of the show. Listen to this one. That's a question for you. Have you ever had feelings for someone who was in a relationship? I actually posted that question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Check it out. Here are the results of the poll. 85% of you said, yes, I have had feelings for someone who was in a relationship. And 50% of you voted, no way, I never had any feelings for someone in a relationship. I'm part of the 85%. I'm guilty as charged. I have. And I'll admit it. Thank you so much for being with me tonight. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.